0: Did you hear that? What? What? I had a dream last night That That... That noise Was that the horror comedy podcast? With Jake and Haley Sundays and Wednesdays The only podcast where we get high and try to scare you And share short, scary stories Contains marijuana. Keep away from children. Happy Halloween! It's the Horror Comedy Podcast, and I'm your host, Haley. I wanted to do something special for you guys in the honor of my favorite fucking holiday of all time, and I wanted to give you an extra special spooky bonus episode. So here we motherfucking are. This is from an anonymous user on the paranormal board of 4chan, and they said, X, I need to tell someone about this. I don't feel safe. It sounds so fucking stupid. I know how fucking dumb I sound, so please, if you're going to tell me I'm stupid, at least attach a funny reaction picture or something to make it worth my while, because yeah, I know. I'm a fucking idiot. There's this girl that I work with, Emily. She's kind of fat, she has stupid tattoos, and she's like a Wicca LARP. And if you don't know, LARP is live-action role-playing. She does have a pretty face, I guess, but this is not the kind of girl I go for. That's what I'm trying to say. I've known her for the whole time I've had my job, and she always liked me. I get a lot of attention from girls because I'm tall and not bad-looking, and that's all a lot of them need to flirt with me. Emily was the same, but she was very persistent. At first, she just flirted a lot, and she always followed me around like some kind of fucking puppy. But it moved on to her covering shifts that I was on so she could work with me, to her somehow getting my number. So I came into work, And I made her look stupid as fuck. I told her point blank that she's an ugly, fat fuck and not my type and I keep telling her no so she should respect that and leave me the fuck alone instead of getting my number like a creep. She was upset and crying, saying how awful I was, and she left work early. I thought that was good because she should leave me alone now. I saw her posting stupid, sad shit on social media so I blocked her on all forms and I blocked her number too. Problem solved, right? I guess not. I left work and I found a weird symbol carved into my car. It was like somebody keyed this thing into my car. I was pissed, first of all, because I drive a nice car, but also I knew right away who did it. I copied the symbol down, I did a quick Google search, and I found some stupid Pinterest bullshit. It was supposed to be the sigil to curse somebody with paranoia or whatever the fuck. So yeah, it was definitely clearly Emily. I filed a police report, but there was no cameras where I parked. Ironically, I parked in a weird place so that nobody would accidentally scratch my car. I go home that night, and everything is fine. I text this other girl at work named Amanda. We had been talking for a while, and I was pretty sure we were going to bang. But she answered, and she was acting weird. She seemed really cold. I asked her what the fuck was up and she sent me this novel-length text about how if I wanted a side check, I should have been up front basically, and that my girlfriend had got in touch with her and told her everything. I don't have a girlfriend though, but when I said that, she was like, wow, you're still lying to me, Anon, I can't believe you. Alright, so I unblocked Emily's number and I called her and started to curse her the fuck out. I said some really nasty shit. But my main point was for her to keep my name out of her mouth. She was crying and she hung up on me. She switched to a night shift at work so we didn't work together anymore, and she quit a few months later, and I never had any incidents with her again. That was back in 2018. In August, I went to a small party that a friend was throwing. I see this completely tatted up, skinny girl with a fat ass and big boobs, with long, funky colored hair. And she's dressed in this sort of pin-up thing. I've never seen a girl dress like that, so I was instantly into it. So I approached her and she turns around. And it's fucking Emily. She's about 100 pounds skinnier. Now she actually looks underweight, except for, you know, her boobs and her butt. And she's clearly gotten lip filler or something because her face looks beautiful. She's got a bunch of tattoos and some little bits that are completely blacked out. I don't know why, but it really worked for her. She was happy to see me. We caught up and I drank a lot. I ended up taking her back to my house and fucking her. I know. I know. I told you I'm an idiot. It turns out that she had a surgery to be skinny. I couldn't stay hard and I blamed it on whiskey dick. I must have fallen asleep. When I woke up the next morning, she was still in my place. I felt sick. She made me breakfast and she was wearing my shirt. She was trying to start conversation and asked me about a bunch of stuff. I guess when I was drunk, I told her all about my job, what I do for a living now. I told her all about my fetishes, my hobbies, my life story, basically. And I even told her how my family doesn't really talk to me anymore. I felt weird and embarrassed because I don't share a lot of personal shit. And because I couldn't remember even telling her those things. And I felt kind of weird because I realized that she knew a lot of shit about me and I didn't know anything at all about her. I was so torn between feeling hungover, wanting her to shut the fuck up and leave, and wanting to pry and at least figure out where she worked or where she lived in case she did something crazy again. Long story short, I talked to her for a bit to get some information before telling her I was drunk the night before and made a mistake. I wasn't looking for anything serious, and she should leave. She was actually so fucking cool about it. And she even told me if I wanted to hook up again to let her know. So last night I was drinking alone and I was horny. So I texted Emily and she gave me her address and I drove there because I'm a piece of shit. I was surprised to see that she lived in a fancy community and when I pulled up to her house I was even more surprised. It was a fancy new high-rise building in a nice part of the city. She lived on the top floor. I was making my way up when I remembered how weird it felt to know nothing about her last time I saw her. So I tried to remember what she said she did for a living. Herpetology. So I googled it. Basically, it's a lizard handler. I gave up right away because lizards are just not something I care about at all. And I was just going there to fuck. You know, like maybe I'd just try to leave right after. I get to her door and she lets me in. She offers me a drink or some food, and I'm like, no, I'm good, you know. And she tells me to go have a seat on her bed. She says she'll be right there. So I'm walking through her fancy apartment into her bedroom, admiring her rich person apartment, and I get into the bedroom and I sit on her bed. I lay back and kind of look through the open door into the hall, both admiring the fancy shit and waiting for her. And then I hear this sound. It sounded like a mouse trap snapping shut, followed by the sound of a hydraulic brake or something. I sat up on the bed and I looked around. I saw something move past me on the floor, so I hopped up, thinking it was a rat or something. And then I heard fast footsteps running towards me. It was Emily running down the hall, and she slammed the bedroom door shut. And then I heard a lock engage. I heard the weird air escaping sound again. I turned around to look and I realized it was a fucking snake. I'm not kidding. I'm six-two, and this snake seemed to be like two feet longer than I am tall. And it moved towards me faster than I thought it could move. I grabbed this footstool at the end of her bed and used it as a shield. And this fucking eight foot long snake comes towards me again. I tried to stomp it out with the footstool, and it started to back away. So I grabbed a throw blanket off of the chair, and I threw it onto the snake. Then I tried to use the footstool to break down the door like a battering ram. The whole time, I was screaming like a psychopath and saying crazy shit and being as loud as possible. But the door wasn't budging. The footstool was smashed, and the snake seemed to be getting out of the throw blanket. I had two of the wooden legs of the stool and I held them in front of me like a ninja. I thought back to watching Animal Planet, how the snake guys would hold the snake down right behind its neck with a stick. I faced the snake and through the window I realized that I could see a metal caging. I thought, maybe it could be a fire escape, and it could be my only way out. The snake lunged at me again. And when I say this thing was fast, I mean it was impossible to even make out its details when it was moving. I could tell you that it was grey, but the fear mixed with how fast it moved makes it impossible for me to tell you more. I whacked at it with the stick and ran towards the window. I looked back at the snake and I just screamed as loud as I could. I sounded like an animal. The snake backed up again like it had before and I knew that it was just getting ready to rocket towards me again. I turned my back to the thing for one second just to kick out the window before I hopped my way out of the pane. I would have rather been wrong about the fire escape and die by jumping out of a high-rise than die from getting bit by a snake in this bitch's house. Luckily I wasn't wrong, there was a fire escape. I laid on the cold metal for just a second, but I was too afraid to rest for longer than that because can snakes climb out windows? I don't know. I just started running down the fire escape, knocking on everyone's windows on the way down and screaming for help. I made it to the sidewalk and I started to run. I don't know where I was running to. I was so fucking afraid that she would come down there. I did call 911 when I got somewhere I felt was safe. I gave a statement to the police, I went to the hospital and I got my elbows stitched up, and I got a big, expensive bill to fucking boot. Emily told the police that the snake got out on its own. It was an accident, and she showed them the bedroom door. It only locks from the inside. She said she was trying to get in the whole time to help, but she couldn't. She also mentioned that she was considering pressing charges for damaging her property. See, I know it's bullshit because I heard that door lock on its own. I sure as fuck didn't lock it. Since I've been home today, I keep jumping at every little sound. Am I hearing leaves outside blowing in the wind? Or am I hearing the rattle of a poisonous snake? Like I said earlier, I don't open up to people. I don't really talk to my family And usually that works for me fine because I'm a simple man and I don't need anything from anyone. But I've never felt like this before. I've never felt this paranoid. I've never felt this paranoid and afraid. And she knows where I live. What do I do? I hope you enjoyed this special spooky episode of the Horror Comedy Podcast. I am so happy to bring it to you. It's kind of just the tip, baby, because we have an actual full-length bonus episode coming for you at some point today as well, on top of our full-length episode on Sunday as usual. So keep your ears open and keep your eyes open too. And if you have a bad feeling about somebody, you should listen to your brain and... um not just your penis. Also, don't be fucking people. It's 2020. There's a pandemic. Chill. Okay, we'll see you tomorrow. Well, I'll see you again later tonight, to be honest. And I'll see you tomorrow for another full-length episode of the Horror Comedy Podcast. Please email us your scary stories at thehorrorcomedypodcast at gmail.com or DM it on Instagram at Podcast. And don't forget to drink water.